Oh. Oh, Whoa. I had to do it manually. No, yeah, you had to click on it. You did it too. <laughs> I, am I think we both did the same thing. I am so good at this. Kind of creepy. His voice I like is. It. I like how he stares. <laughs> Just stares at you, yeah. All right, you want to start it? You start it. What? I'm not good with intros. <laughs> <sighs> in and breathe out all right okay we'll start now welcome to brothers with crazy mothers we're back uh starting up the podcast again uh, it'll be a little different this time uh me and jordan are kind of gonna run it and juan with his busy life will be kind of in and out and we might have some guests here and there um but yeah we want to get back on track get uh Life a little bit more tamed. Uh, guess Jordan's not going to talk. Nah, I'm just trying to comprehend what this thing you call a life is. I, yeah, I'm still not 100% sure. I still have uh, the one-year-old that uh, makes life super freaking difficult. Um, but we have a bunch of different things. We're... Uh, Gonna go over in this podcast, or not this one specifically, but in general, um, come up with new topics every week. So it'll be a little bit of a ride of one week. It could be about sports and how everybody's leaving the Hawkeyes, or um, the next week it could be about uh, video games or anime or just life in general. Uh, Touchy subjects like uh, uh, isn't everything depression. a touchy subject? I mean, at this point, yeah. I mean, truly. Pretty sure my how my toes look is a touchy subject. <laughs> oh, Feetfinder. Dot com. We'll get <laughs> we'll get you there. Um, but yeah, underscore I mean, frothy frost. <laughs> See my feet. <laughs> Give me money. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Jordan, I'll let you take it over, and I don't, I don't know what, what, what topics you want to talk about first, or what you want to dive into. But Jordan was uh, very adamant we get this back going because he's bored in life. So, aren't we all bored in life? <laughs> Isn't life um, just boring? <laughs> I'm too busy to be bored at the moment. Well, that's because you have a kid, all right. <laughs> I mean, if you if you count my six animals, <laughs> I you technically have, have at the moment. There Who's may have, there may or may not have been a random kitten outside my yard oh. that I let in the house, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, you look at you! You're so adorable." I let her in the house. Milo was so happy. And I think I watched my oldest cat, Raffi, die inside. Because <laughs> it's like, oh my god. There is another one. <laughs> that would explain what she always wants in my room. Yeah. Well, uh, do you want to maybe start out since it's been a while? I mean, it's over, what, almost or almost two years? 
since we last did the podcast. Like, just started off by going over everything again, our backgrounds, and... Max is not two years old. Uh, just about two months. I'm still correct in my statement. He is not too old. No. Two years old yet. So... So we just uh, do backgrounds again and kind of go over that and... Just restart, basically. Um, my name is Jordan. Uh, I'm hyper. I'm depressed. I'm sad. I like anime. I like games. And I bug Ryan all the time because I'm lonely. You like never bug me, and that's the problem. I bug you when I'm lonely. But if you're Which, always lonely, shouldn't I always be getting a text from you? There are other ways to soothe <laughs> loneliness. All right. When That's all other fair. options are off the table, it's, huh, who's going to respond to me? Ryan or Daquan? <laughs> eh, Ryan, Ryan will message me back. Ryan, when uh, are we going to we'll do the podcast again? When are we going to yeah. do it again? I'm lonely. I got angry at work again. I need to talk on a podcast to make people hear me. Listen, listen. <laughs> I don't get... Okay, I can't say that I don't get angry at work because we both know that that's a lie. I know that's a lie. My therapist told me that's a lie. So everybody has um drilled that into my numbskull. And guess what? I don't, I don't, I don't get listen. mad. I just get unhappy. Define unhappy. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan, you're not taming in the beast. I need to know about your history because I don't know you. Yeah, okay. So, well, we've we've known each other since... We met in fourth grade, right? Dude, I don't even remember how I met you. I think fourth grade... Well, I don't really know how we met. I just know we met. And, like, fourth grade, I think. Because we went to Starry, so we didn't know each other then. But no. uh, I met you through basically all of our friends kind of combined in fourth grade. Where it was Daquan, Chad, and Matt, and Jacob. All of us that played Foursquare. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> uh, so we met then, and I think we've been, I would say, pretty good best friends for most of that time. You were very hesitant. Oh, I don't really know. Like, well, I always feel weird calling somebody else my best friend because, one, I am an anxious person and anxiety-ridden. So I'm like, well, what if I'm not their best friend? So then how is that going to come off? That's weird. But, um, yeah, so we've known each other that long. Uh, I am a married with the, my almost two-year-old in two months um uh business owner just out life um trying to make decisions in life on where to go um always uh oh i've gotten anxiety that really bad uh, i don't sleep most most nights uh you know like normal stuff i guess Finding out that my medication is my best friend lately. Oh, is it your best friend? 
Oh, fucking I, my I medication's so bad lately. I see how it is. I've been having to take it. Um, but no, I, I think. Yeah, he's just going to keep I, saying I wish, that now. I wish I was your best friend. Listen, I don't go to Hawkeye games with my medicine. I, do you have to, you have to take your medicine? No, I don't. Actually, my medicine isn't necessarily like I have you know to what? take it. You know what? The next time we go to a game, I'm taking Craig with me. You're taking Craig with us? Yeah. So we, we're gonna, so we're we're gonna, <laughs> next season, <laughs> we need to take a laptop and some microphones. And during our tailgate podcast just have this discord bot that i can't tell if it's a bear or a raccoon i don't really know i was wondering that too i'll go more bear for you know for as long as i've been staring at this thing for about 45 minutes i did not realize that was a microphone on the bottom i thought he had like a pacifier in his mouth no, it's his little listening device. Well, that's just dumb. He's shoving a microphone at you. Don't All shove right, it at okay. me. So now that we've got kind of that, we'll get to Quan filled in when he's around. Um, he, which should be next done. week. He should he's he done. should be available next week. Um, but we're kind of like I said, we're going to kind of rotate. Could be all three of us. Could be all three of us with the guest. Could be two of us. Could be two of us with a guest. I mean, it could be any of those things. We'll explore into some other options too later. Might dive into some fun things that we could kind of do for Patreons and whatnot um, down the road. But that's way down the road. Um, but I mean, I guess let's look through this list of. Uh, I guess this is a good one actually. To jump into. How our difficult circumstances in life have changed us. Oh, God, I forgot <laughs> I typed that. <laughs> well, I will let you go first, because oh. I'm going to I'm gonna have to write a memo in my head real quick. Yeah. Uh, OK, so, I mean, I guess difficult circumstances in life. Um, I don't know, like I always for, like think back on life and like wonder how rough it was but i honestly feel like most of the friendships we have in our group especially jordan like i think our main group is all best friends through sorts of trauma like we all trauma bonded in our childhood and kind of (laughs) don't really let each other go now because that is our stableness um if listen, that's even I, a word. I don't know if that's a word. Listen, I tried to escape. You guys wouldn't let me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't. I don't mean. I guess. I guess I don't know how you tried to escape if you came back, anyways. <laughs> Loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan will answer. But uh, so I think kind of. Uh, I think, and especially like. I mean, my biggest things were always like my parents is my parents divorce slash like leaving each other multiple times during my life. And then um, being sort of homeless for a little while. Um, And then like after being evicted and whatnot, and then just kind of 
living with my mom's depression, living through that, and then um, I'm saying and um a lot, but living through those things kind of, even though I don't have, I don't necessarily have depression. I haven't been told I have depression at least. Uh, but living with that and going through my own anxiety and um, trying to figure all that out has kind of helped me realize what I don't want to be in life necessarily. Um, and trying to figure out how to build my life and honestly running away from what my family was when I was younger of paycheck to paycheck. Um, food stamps, uh, being evicted, things like that, and never wanting that for me, Julie, or Max ever in my life. Um, and that's kind of hard, too, because like this, I think I'm going on two years. I've been self-employed, trying to figure out how to manage all of that and trying to make business decisions. Um, not coming from a background that has many entrepreneurs in it um, is very difficult. Um, so I've leaned a lot on my wife and my friends and my cousin slash friend. Uh, you know, that's the most confusing thing to me. What? Like Zach is one of my best friends as well, but he's also my cousin. So it's like I can, I can just see I'm getting pushed down the totem pole right now. No, you're not. You and Zach are probably on the same level. Dude, I get to rub that in Zach's face now. Is that you're on the same level? Yeah, but, I mean, I'm I on guess... the same level as you, boy. <laughs> does that, I guess, does that answer the question, do you think? I like. I don't know. We got pretty deep pretty quick, though, I will say. But my yeah. anxiety is, like, through the roof all the time. Especially, like, with Max, my anxiety is fucking ridiculous. Um, he's going through a phase where he just doesn't chew his food. So I have to constantly make sure he doesn't choke to death. Um, he, I also just, most nights can't sleep because I fear that my anxiety like wakes me up and like tells me that I need to check up on Max or check up on Julie or check up on the dog to make sure everybody's still alive. So that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know how to fix that unless I knock like knock myself out with medicine. But then I'm anxious about taking my medicine because then what if something happens and I'm asleep because of my medicine? A swift kick in the face from Julie will wake you up. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know why she would do that. I would do it in a heartbeat. I'm sure you would. <laughs> I would do it just, you know, to do it. <laughs> just to see what your reaction would be. I feel like I would get murdered, but, I mean, it would... If I survive, I mean, it'd be a cool story to come back on. <laughs> My brother is screaming from his room. Is he playing Rocket League or Warzone? He is playing Overwatch, because I can just oh. hear the characters' names just getting screamed at him. 
Like I will be outside talking to my neighbor, and all I hear is Ryan. And it's like, what the hell is going on in there? And I just look, I'm like, uh, don't worry, he's just really dumb. He's just really invested. He'll get infected. He'll get, uh, I'll kick him out sooner or later. <laughs> well, your turn now then. What, what, do you, what do you think has uh, helped build you in those ways? Uh... Or changed you? Oh, God, what hasn't changed me or what? Well, on your laundry happened? list. It's not even a laundry list anymore. It's a freaking novel. <laughs> well, I mean, let's just thousand book bring, series. Let's just bring out, you know, the elephant in a room that the household that I grew up in was probably the most toxic thing I have ever been a part of. Yeah. Compared, like when I would look at like your house or Daquan's or Jacob's, or anybody else's houses, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, God, I would love to live here. Yeah. Instead of just going home every single day to a household where it's nothing but screaming and yelling and manipulation. You know that's the craziest thing to me is, like, sorry to cut you off, but, like, is how, like, you ended up at my house, and you're like, damn, this would be nice to live here because of this and this. But, like, at the same time, I'm going over to your guys' houses like, damn, this is a nice getaway. Because, like, I feel like all of our parents were very good at putting on a second face for our friends. And I know, obviously, your situations were different. But it was always, like, that always hits me, like, Jesus. Like, all of us were, like, "Mm, I would rather be at a friend's house than at my house. Yeah. Because a lot of stuff, especially with my house growing up was everything was behind closed doors like my grandparents and everybody never knew what was going on because either my mom or dad whenever i would you know say something it could be anything it could be something funny that happened at home i would get like talked to it's like well guess i'm not allowed to speak which is probably where my um nervousness (laughs) especially in high school came from is I felt like I needed to be told I could approach somebody or say something instead of standing there. Like, "Uh, I don't want to be here. Yeah. No, but God, high school was not fun either. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, being around with everybody was, you know, fun and everything. But, like, I high school was just, like, this really weird, like, time in my head where, you know, the family stuff was, it wasn't as bad as it was growing up, but it was still, you know, I, I think the worst, like, point in time with, like, family was probably middle school. But, I mean... It's not like my high school time was really that fun either. But I think high school, especially sophomore years when the depression like really started getting to me. It also doesn't help, you know, that I missed, you know, two and a half months of school straight because I couldn't stop throwing up. That really 
did not help. They didn't figure out what the hell that problem that was. That was so weird. Yeah. Um, I was informed that because of all the energy drinks I was drinking, I destroyed the inner lining of my intestines. To nice. where whenever I tried eating or drinking something, it would irritate my stomach, so I would instantly throw it up. Nice. Yep. Not very no, nice. I, 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 went, I went from weighing 115 pounds my sophomore year to weighing 80 in the, in the span of two and a half months. Yeah. I was anorexic. They had to, um, a few of those nights, uh, they had to take me to the ER just to get me fluids through an IV because that was the only way I could get water. <laughs> yeah, it was actually really pretty bad. But, um, no, like, depression, anxiety, like, got to me so bad in high school. I remember it was for, like, this, for a whole quarter. I think it was the middle sophomore year. Um, I knew nobody at lunch. Yeah. And, like, the people that I did know, like, the table is full. So, do you know what I did? Because I was so anxious and, like, scared to talk to people. <laughs> that entire quarter, I spent every single lunch just sitting in the bathroom playing on my phone. Yeah. I did not eat lunch. I did not go talk to anybody. I just sat in the bathroom because I was so scared to talk to people. <laughs> because it's like, I don't know these Worst people. The fear I... is that we would, like... <laughs> Being outside of a lunch with everybody else. Yeah. It's like, God, I don't want to interact with all these people. And yep. then, like, the the one table that, like, every once in a while I did go and eat with was with, like, Jared Busher and them. Mm -hmm. And I sit down, sit with them, and Jared's like, where the hell have you been for the past three weeks? It's like, <laughs> oh, you know, just sitting in a bathroom. Scrolling through memes on my phone. <laughs> but, um. Yep, he's playing Overwatch. I can hear him screaming. But, um. <laughs> no. Uh, I think the worst part of my life, and you kind of already know this, was when my dumbass decided to join the military. Which. Yeah. First two months were not that bad. Um. Not being able to come back home for over a year really kind of sucked, and being isolated really did not help my headspace. But my last two years with being with a new command, new people, and everything. So, like, in the span of a year, I went from Seattle to Oklahoma, new command, working third shift. Parents' divorce, grandpa dying, my depression getting wildly out of control, me becoming an alcoholic. And it's actually, I don't even think that was a year. I think that was six months or something like that. And like my, my entire head cannon just pelted. Like I yeah. could not like, I could not like get myself out of bed. I couldn't do anything. And, you know, my the people at my command could tell 
but I was I was so stubborn and I get this from my parents. I was so stubborn that I refused to talk to anybody about it, to get help on it. Somebody, one of my uh, chiefs looked at me, said, Jordan, you need to, you know, go and talk to them and, you know, try to get on antidepressants or, or something. And I looked at him, I said, I will not get medicated. And like, I got angry. Yeah. And unfortunately, I have adopted my mother's stubbornness as well as her sarcasm. And I have got my father's anger, which for the most part I can control, but I still have those instances, obviously like at work, because I work with a bunch of morons, my anger will get wildly out of control and not very smart ideas come from my mind, like, you know, punching a forklift as hard as I can. And soon after realizing, wow, the forklift won because my hand is the size of a balloon now. But um, no, I think looking back on everything, especially now, you know, going through therapy and it looks like I'm going to get put on anxiety medication and antidepressants. Um, Oh, I call my anxiety medicine my feel nothing medicine. I mean, that's one of my sleeping medicine is. <laughs> <laughs> or my muscle relaxers for my back. God, my body. Well, I've got a sleeping one for anxiety, and then I've got my uh, it's hydroxine or something like that. Yep. Yeah, where I just like take it and I just pretty much just feel tired <laughs> during yeah. the day. Just like that's it. I feel nothing except for tired. <laughs> No, I think looking back on everything, I shouldn't have been so stubborn, and I should have just like straight up said like, "I need help." But yeah. um, I think looking back on it now, you know, I I am finally making the decisions, and while for about you know. 13 years so I've been able to handle it. It has gotten to the point where, yes, I need help. If I ever want to, you know, start a family, you know, get settled down, I need to be able to get all of this under control. Because my biggest fear in life is I don't get this under control and I just create a household like the one I grew up in, which is what I. Yeah don't want obviously i would not want somebody to turn out like me granted i don't sound that bad right now i can i can be very very okay i not that i can be very very hyper i am a very hyper person but i know how to mask my my sadness I'm yeah very good at it well you always just mask it in the dumb the dumb parade like you've always been like really good at like instead of being the kid that gets made fun of or gets shit on by people or has any sort of show of like that you got hurt or something like something is wrong. You just play dumb. 
Like, that always seems to have been your thing is, like, instead of, like, showing that anything is even affecting you, just, like, yeah, I'll be the idiot that does something stupid, like, to get everybody's, like, going up and laughing again. I That's not, like, uh... I was the punching bag. Yeah. I accepted my role. I I I always tried not to make you the punching bag, though. Hey, I feel I like my, maybe I, I did, did a bad job role. with that, but I did my role perfectly. <laughs> I do say I, you know, honestly, I should have gotten into fucking acting. <laughs> Granted, I can't keep a straight face. Hence why I got yelled at at boot camp all the time. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it is what it is. Twenty seven now. I'm lonely still. I don't think I'm making myself feel better, but I'm just stating the obvious. You come like, hang out with Max and me and Julie, and we all make you feel better most times. We give you the, the family vibes. I want a hug. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I think when you and... Yeah, I mean, honestly, Daquan really bad, but because I feel like you reached out to me kind of when your mom and dad got divorced and stuff, I think it kind of helped that I asked you to be a part of my wedding that you kind of like reached back out. Cause that kind of happened right at the same time too. Didn't it? Um, like just a little bit after your parents got divorced. Right. I think you asked me to be in your wedding. I, yeah, I think it was almost the exact same time because when I came back to Iowa, I think it had been like two months and, you know, charges were out on my dad and my mom was at the house and Ryan and Nick, two youngest, were at the house and like I wanted no part of that house at the moment. Yeah. I wanted I wanted no part of any of it. I just wanted to get my I just I honestly just wanted to take my brothers and run. Yeah. Because of just the situation they were in. And that was probably it wasn't so much a divorce that was getting me upset. It was that my two brothers were basically being used as uh, pawns in their divorce and it, I could not do anything because mil- military orders I can't leave you know yeah. I can't I can't drive 10 hours there and back every single day like can't happen and it just got really really hard like really fast especially with You know, DNA tests being done out on Nick and Ryan, Ryan, my middle brother that, you know, never speaks his mind. He is the most quiet person in the world calling and messaging me, telling me everything that is going on. And I'm just sitting there. I was like, I want to be home right now just so I can scream in some people's faces. But, you know, I I couldn't. And I think that was probably the hardest part. And did I take sides in their divorce? 
kind of, I tried to stay as middle ground as I could. I didn't want to talk to either of them. Well, it's impossible not to. Yeah. Like, one way or the other, you're going to see one way, or, uh, sorry, one way or the other, you're going to see a side that you want to see, and it's not really something you can avoid. No. That... Just those last two years of being in the military just sucked. Yeah. And you know, I was I was gonna re up. I was <laughs> going I was going to extend my military contract because those first two years in the military, I loved it. Yeah. I loved every second of it. Did being separated get me down? Yes. But after a while I I think I just kind of got in the groove of it and just being able to go around everywhere was just awesome. And then, you know, you get stuck in, I'm sorry for anybody who lives in Oklahoma, freaking Oklahoma city, the most rundown per- place I have ever been. And I have been to a lot of places across the U S I'm pretty sure I've been in every single state at this point. Oklahoma City is the worst place I've ever been (laughs) God, I hated it. When you you guys were in the military, I think that's like... I didn't hear from you guys up until that last little bit where you were in my wedding and Daquan was coming back for my wedding. I didn't hear from you guys at all. Daquan, not to bash on Daquan while he's not here, but like Daquan, I never really, I would try and reach out to and never would really hear from. And then you were always busy with other shit when you came back, so I never heard from you really. Which we sucked, because like, huh? We always we always made like a day. <laughs> well, we tried to, yeah. yeah. But like, or you you were, like I said, not to bash on Daquan while he's not here, but you were always really good about trying to get like, but I feel like me and you are in that way the same, like, like we have to get to friends like and the quan is that way too sometimes too but he also like had like he had people he needed to see that were all over the place um but like i mean i've always felt like out of all of our group obviously matt's always been a really good go-to friend but like me you and daquan have always been like particularly close to whether it be like we were friends hanging out with these friends we were friends hanging out with these friends. Like, it always was, like, us three hang... Like, for a while, we us three hung out with uh, Evan and Blake and Sam. Or we'd hang out with Chad and Matt. Or we'd, like... I always felt like we always... Us three were the ones that always bounced between who we were hanging out with. And it sucked when you guys left. Not to make your guys' military stint about me. But when you guys left, it was like, well, now I'm the fucking guy trying to bounce between friends by myself. Life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward silence with life sucks. Yeah. But it's, a, it's not about to make it about myself by any means, but like, I obviously know you guys had, like, obviously, expect like, you at the end of that, like, holy fucking shit, you got a ton of shit going on. And then Naquan coming back with a wife. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
that was scary. I didn't like, fucking know what the fuck was going on with that, but now she's one of me and or I mean, I don't know. Have you even met her? Who? Mia. Who? The Kwan's wife. Oh, yeah. Wait, why did I forget her fucking name? I don't know. But me and she's one of me and Julie's best friends now. And <laughs> me and <laughs> me and Julie are Hazel and Ember's godparents and they're Max's godparents. So Did I did I ever tell you about the first time I met Mia? No, but she told us recently that like you were fucking awkward. She was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> she um So Daquan just out of nowhere. Like I didn't even know he was coming over. Uh just randomly showed up, knocked on my door. I was like, "Oh, what's up?" And then like Mia is there and I was like, "Oh." And I think the awkward thing was me and the Quan sat there and talked for like half an hour and Mia just kind of sat in the corner <laughs> and <laughs> didn't say a word. It was just me and the Quan going on. Like when when you get me and the Quan in a room, we don't show oh, yeah. up. Yeah. We Which go. Is how it's gonna be difficult to do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm it always is like you guys super hyper, me trying to Get us back on track of what we're, we were talking about, or get us back on track of what we were doing. I'm only a little hyper. <laughs> but no, I mean, honestly, like, in that situation, like, Daquan's past would have said, like, oh, okay, this is some random girl <laughs> that, like, oh, God, let's just go the through the li- I would go through the list of all his past girls, but, God, we cannot be here for hours. <laughs> so it was like, in that situation, unless you specifically know what was going on, it's like, oh, I, knew I don't really it have w- to know this lady. I knew it was his wife. But at first, like, they originally got married for, like, the money, I'm pretty sure. Because you get, when you are married and you live off base, you get paid more. So they were dating, but they got married. But then they stayed together, and I was like, oh. Cool. Fuck, why didn't I think of that? Because <laughs> you had too much other shit going on. Uh, yes and no. <laughs> I discovered many things about myself with the one-night stands that I proceeded to do over and over and over and over again. Met a lot of people and strippers. Going back to like meeting, like like you guys meeting Mia, like I feel like Julie was so fucking like um anxious, not like anxious and like she was like fucking nervous to meet you guys. What to meet us? You and you and Daquan, yeah. I remember the first time meeting Julie, like. You were like, hey, we're going to go over to my girlfriend's apartment. I was like, oh, okay. I just remember riding in the back seat. I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is a nice car. <laughs> that was the first thought that came to my mind. I was like, For oh. what car? Uh, I honestly don't remember. <laughs> I think it was an SUV. Were you, was, were you riding with me and Julie? Yeah. 
That was probably the was it the the edge probably the red one. Yes. Yeah. And that was no. pretty nice. Yeah, I just we just got rid of that like a couple years ago or last yeah. year. I think that was the first time I met Julie. It was like, oh hi, hi. I'm gonna go get in the back seat. <laughs> My awkwardness kicked in. It's like I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I could probably take a nap in this backseat. I'm curious of when that would have been. You were both in college. Yeah. That's all I remember. I don't even remember where her apartment was. Somewhere. Uh, Yeah. Somewhere. It was over back behind the Casey's. Over. uh, So. uh, Oh, what was that? You're you're you don't got to be you don't you don't got to do this, Ryan. You're not a Google Maps. No, I know. But yeah, I know I know what apartment. Was. I still don't. But <laughs> I'm okay with that because I have that memory of the back seat. <laughs> yeah. Engraved into my mind, just like me stealing Mia's husband away from her for like half an hour while she sat there in my living was... room in silence. So nervous meeting you guys and like meeting just friends in general because I think it was a bigger because most of the time like it's a bigger deal to me than even my family because like you guys mostly are my family like that was like I said earlier like we were always just kind of trauma built into a family instead of and we've all known each other since fuck like birth. elementary school so I've known you since birth since birth yeah. I actually found out I knew Chad. Before even, uh, I think it was like kindergarten, I knew Chad from uh, a church I used to go to that was across the street from Zach's old house. I didn't even, I like, like come find out like we had known each other even before like all of us meeting together. Me and Jacob had known each other forever. But we never really spoke. And then they come and find out that he was friends with Chad forever, too. I just sat there. I'm like, who the fuck is Chad? <laughs> and then I wasn't friends with the Quan. But I remember the first time I met the Quan, I accidentally threw a, a basketball in his face that they gave him a knockout. Because you guys all met at Starry, didn't you? Uh, you really think I was social at Starry? So did we all meet in middle school? Because I thought, or uh, not middle school, but... Uh, FMI. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like, like the core group kind of started getting worked in. And then, um, because even at... um, Yeah, FMI, instead of playing Foursquare, a lot of us played Knockout. And yeah. that was the game. <laughs> at uh fmi and that's how we all got to kind of know each other like it was around that time that i learned i've like met jared busher Mm -hmm. and then tiny me try picking a fight with jared during knockout also (laughs) oh see and i knew because jared went to emerson and i knew jared i think jared was in my kindergarten class And then Matt was in my kindergarten class. Christian was in my kindergarten class. And then I think. No, that was it. 
No, I don't think the real core group started until middle school. But I mean, that group was kind of already getting itself worked in. I like at FMI, me and Blake Donahue, like, hung out. <laughs> yeah. And like stuff like that. So like it it worked this way out, but everybody kind of still stayed in. It was kind of weird. We were also uh, like the weird. We were also the weird group of friends in uh, high school. We weren't the popular kids. We weren't like the losers or nothing. Like we were that weird collection of the in between people that don't know where to go. That know everybody in school. We we know everybody, but we don't hang and, out with any of them. Well, yeah, we know everybody, but also at the same time, like a certain person could be friends with that group that was like known as like quote-unquote the popular ones or whatever of the school whereas like also the lowest man on the totem pole quote-unquote could be like friends with like the geekiest people of the school so it's like it's really odd like i always think it's so weird in high school how like because i think of clicks and stuff from like tv shows and whatnot and i'm like i can't really think of what we would have been other than like just a hodgepodge of everything. We were the outcasts. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> we fell into no social norms. Like, we honestly didn't. The uh, mentally broken. And, yeah, our... <laughs> like, it was just... The mismatch of everything was just weird. Because, you know, you had Daquan that, you know, could talk to everybody... But he's also the reason I got into anime and video games and Pokemon and everything. Yeah. And you had me, the really silent one that, you know, could become hyperactive at the lip of a dime. Who, you know, liked to pick fights with people that he can't win fights against. But, you know, that never stopped me. Who people thought, everybody thought I was emo for like... <laughs> A whole year. Like, I remember walking in and somebody's like, Jordan, why do you wear black all the time? You emo? Like, huh, I didn't realize this. And then the next day I wore something colorful and it, like, threw everybody off. I don't, I don't really know. I think I don't even remember really how I fit in the group. It's just kind of there. there. Yeah. You were there. Sorry, the burst your bubble. Yeah. Jacob was the tall one. Uh, Chad had the big head. <laughs> <laughs> Ever, yeah, that entire... It got even weirder, like, in senior year. When, like, we all, like, when... When there wasn't exactly dating within the group, but I mean, like, Heather and Christian got together, you know, <laughs> Blake and Evan became uh, really heavy into drugs. Um, uh, Taquan, or not Taquan, uh, Matt and Janelle. Yeah, Matt and Janelle. Uh, when JJ, Matt and Heather at one point. When JJ, like, snuck into the uh, the group for a little bit or tried to. Yeah. God, no, especially senior year. I, senior year is when things like started to settle in. You know what's so weird about senior year, too, is like 
I was horny. But we like were unpopular, not like necessarily, like you said, not unpopular, but not popular. But then like our outcastness became somewhat popular. What? Because if our outcast kind of like table became somewhat popular. That table went from we controlled like one corner to we controlled the whole fucking table. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, what? when the fuck did this happen? Yeah. Like you can't conversate with people because it's so fucking loud or who, wherever you got a seat is nowhere near anywhere where you wanted to actually sit. Brian, for a moment, we were popular. <laughs> Yo, I can add, well, that, I to my, I can add that to my dating apps. Like I was popular for probably a quarter of high school. When I think about it too, like there's so many people that I like, I have no idea why the fuck we were talking to them, but like they were in our group. Like there was, uh, well, for the longest time there was like, oh, what the fuck was her name? A really pale girl. I think it was like the one that me and Daquan used to bully. And I can't believe like I actually just said Emma that. Emma or something. The like, we were just, she was like two grades younger than us. Nope, doesn't ring a bell. Sure. I don't do but well. Anyway, I do well with pictures. But there was a group of them that were kind of fell into our group. There was, oh, Michaela joined our group. Um, huh? Huh? What, I thought you said something. Oh, my and, my my computer just had a stroke. <laughs> oh, uh, but like I just there's so many random people that just joined our group by senior year that were like, whoa the fuck happened who are you yeah. why are you sitting at my throne i think i mean even at one point we all kind of left one of the big long tables and just went back to going to like a little circle table we <laughs> control like... at one point because we controlled that long table but then we controlled the two center tables too and it's like yeah when the fuck did this happen because i yeah, remember at one point sitting at those yeah i remember sitting at the I think that was the reason because there were so many people and like with so many people, we started disliking people and some of us were just sitting at the center table and I was like, this feels weird. This feels unnatural. Yeah. It felt unnatural. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's weird to think back to high school and stuff though. Yeah. Senior year was the moment I realized, oh, I can cheat on tests. <laughs> I, I knew that before that. Well, okay. I knew it, but I never exactly, you know, tr okay. I never actively tried. I would every once in a while peek and be like, oh, okay, cool. And that is how I passed physics <laughs> by cheating on the take home final. Well, this I spring, mean, I also realized, I've, I kind of realized, you know, oh, if I just hand per this person money, they'll just do my test for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of worked, you know. You, you also gotta, that... you also gotta be a really dumb teacher, you know, for your student to be doing F D minus work the whole time and then come home with a take home final and it be a solid A one hundred percent, or just not care. I don't think she cared, except for math three A, senior year. Yeah, I don't remember that teacher's name, but she looked me in the eye. Like maybe a week before the the final, she looked me in the eye and said, "Jordan, you are not gonna pass my class." And at that point, I said, "Game on." 
I did not <laughs> cheat that final. And I got a B plus. <laughs> I looked her in the I actually got called the assembler's office because leaving her class on the last day I flicked her off. Jesus. Well, assembler called me as well. I was like, Jordan, why are you flicking off teacher? I'm like, well, she told me I wasn't gonna pass, so it was kind of a fuck you bitch kind of moment. And he's like, You can't do that to a teacher. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well then I won't do it again, but there's no other teachers I don't like, so I won't do it again. Uh, hugging Sembler on the graduation stage was my crowning achievement in life. Yeah. Because I was the first one to do it. <laughs> I was. I was he, the first one to give him, like, a big hug. Because no, Sembler was, was, was awesome. Cool. Sembler was awesome. He let me get away with a lot of stuff. He also knew... He also knew, you know, dad and all my aunts and everything. So he kind of just like. I remember the first day of um, high school. And he looked at me, he's like, are you going to be like your dad and your aunts? I was like, uh, depends. What were they like? He was like, uh. They never listened. They cheated. And like they were good kids, but. uh they kind of just did whatever the hell they wanted. And then the, I told him, no, I won't be like that. I'm a good boy. But in the back of my hand, I was like, this is going to be fun. Was it fun at times? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Oh, it was, was a blast sometimes. This spring is 10 years. Don't make me feel old. It'll be 10 years since we graduated in the spring. You and I've still not been to a class reunion. Me neither. I don't. I, don't I was. Need to I, go. I was. I was probably gonna go to the last one, but then I was like, ah, I, nobody's gonna go. And then I ended up going drinking with Evan after the <laughs> class reunion, and I was like, Did he go? Huh? huh? Did he go? Evan and Blake and Sam all went. Huh. I was. I was going to go, but then I didn't know who else was going. <laughs> I feel like. I'll go. I I'll go to like, 10 if you go. Yeah, I'll feel like if we all go, we could have a lot of fun there. Yeah. But if we're all not there, I'm going to feel like, wow. I can go to all of you. I'll go to 10 if you go. Wait, is it this year? It'll be in the spring. <sighs> I'll go. But you have to go. I'll Chad, go if you... and Chad has to go, but then I I'll gotta try and get, get everybody on board. I'll have to get you guys back home for your bedtimes. No, because you guys are married men. I don't. I don't have a bedtime. I just don't sleep. Got <laughs> <laughs> to make sure I get you home so Julie doesn't, you know, kill you. Julie would never kill me. Julie loves me. Everybody I loves Julie. me. I think Julie could kill you if she needed to. Now I'm fucking scared. <laughs> I'm like terrified now. I think that was a good episode one. Everybody uh, get the get the full effect of what's going to be happening in this podcast. I think. What? It's going to be Gambling? life stories and depression. <laughs> hey, depression was episode one. There'll be, episode... There'll be some laughs. I didn't laugh once. No, there'll be there will be some laughs. 
down the road, I'm sure. Dude, Plus, I'm I like, don't look, think I'll I'm, ever get... I'm looking out my window, and I don't see laughter anywhere. <laughs> I think <laughs> uh, it'll be... You and you and Aquan are pretty impossible to get to actually talk about something serious together at the same time. Define serious. Like, well, I mean, I think this podcast got somewhat serious. Yeah, we need to do the next one directly after this so we can lighten the mood. <laughs> we're probably play Overwatch or something. Shh. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I do need to get the rest out. I haven't even played since we played last. See, no, but I've had my laughter because I've had this video open on repeat for like the past hour and it's just nonstop going. So do you remember earlier before like we started and I was just sitting there like humming stuff to myself? Yeah. Yeah. So I've been watching this video and I completely forgot I've been having it on repeat because I had it muted. But it's this 50 second clip. And you see this anime girl, and you see the shadow waving in front of her face, and she's just following it. And it just looks like a hot dog, or something else if you have a dirty mind. And then you see Jesus. the hearts You see the hearts form in her eyes. You can see that she likes what she sees. And you get to see what it is, and it's nothing but a, uh, but a goose head just going back and forth. And I don't know why um, I love this video and can watch it over and over and over and over and over again, but I can. What was I talking about? I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> I could really go for some physical contact right now. Well, come out uh, on Saturday. Brian, that's not the physical contact give- I'm talking about. You and you and Zach can hang out. I don't think Zach wants my physical 